dire news. The Elder God Cthulhu is attempting to break from his dwelling deep at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Four brave souls have been tasked with the duty of ending this insidious threat to mankind. And I'm getting word of their heroic plan now. The team plan to... They plan to bury Cthulhu in terrible movies. Is, uh, is that right, yeah? Well, well, I'm getting a transmission now from the undersea base, and it's uh, it's time to stop Cthulhu at all costs. <sighs> We're doomed. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Die! 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 Hello and welcome to Stop Cthulhu at All Costs, a podcast about weird movies. My name is Gaz and I am joined by my friends and co-hosts, Liv. Cut that. You can cut that. It's fine. Oh, I'm going to cut you straight out of it. Oh, Ronan. Bitch, you goddamn bitch. Hello. And Matt. You never come to me first. No, I don't. And it's I weird, isn't it? it? Okay, next week, if I remember, I will you come remember. to you. You won't, won't, you won't remember. No, I won't. remember. No, and then you'll get you're pissy right. again, and it'll go round and round. And this is us forever now. We truly are <laughs> the last of us. Shut the fuck up! Already, I'm exhausted by you all. So how are we all? Let's start with Matt. How are you? <laughs> oh, here we go. You can't just pick me now just because you feel guilty. I'm great. Good. Ronan, how are you? Stella. Oh, Stella. wow. Stella! Stella! Excellent. Excellent, excellent. And Liv, how are you? Coming to me last because I'm a woman, I see. Misogynist Gaz. Typical Gaz yep. Resident yep. misogynist of the podcast. Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm all right. You're probably the resident misogynist. You hate women more than me. <laughs> I thought you called him president misogynist for a second. How do you know I didn't? <laughs> president misogynist. Reporting for duty. Yeah. <laughs> Does the president ever say stuff like that? Yep, definitely. Reporting for duty? Is that oh, what he's saying? Morning. 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 Oh, I I'm thought the you meant reporting for, duty. reporting for duty. He gets on Air Force One and just goes, reporting for duty. Just to the mirror. That's it. To be fair, just Joe like Biden might, might like, say oh. that because he's fucking potty. Mm. He is. He's. He's a. He's a crazy old fella. He's isn't a he? crazy old dude. Crazy old dude. I mean, it could have been worse. Yeah, it yeah, no, been, that's it. it the problem is when that's, when that's the alternative, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it could have been worse. Crazy old man or crazy old man. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I do yeah. think we should take a moment to appreciate what we have right now because at one point we were living in a world where there was a global pandemic, Boris Johnson was the prime minister and Donald Trump was the president. And we yeah. survived. We can and make we lived anything. through it. Yeah, but it's not, like, it's not like it's in better a off now. Better place, like, but hey. I mean, the pandemic's gone. No, it's really? not. <laughs> yes. We're just living. We're just living with it. Like it's that's all. Somewhat, Truly, but... the last of us. <laughs> hey, which is finally on board. <laughs> oh god, that leads me on very nicely. On would you rather? Oh, <sighs> still eat, doing this. Thrush. A box of dry spaghetti, or. Two cups of uncooked rice. 
<laughs> uh, Two cups of rice. uncooked rice. Uncooked rice. It's easier to go down. You can shovel that down, mate. If you're if you're chewing up spaghetti, you're going to be stabbing yourself in box. your mouth. Whole yeah. pack. Uncooked rice, mate. You can yeah, shovel rice. that down. Have Put you tried swallowing? Rice. Like, yeah, I think I'm I'm you're you? spaghetti. It's spaghetti. Yes, I have. Why, why are you trying to pretend that like, there's not a drink? Like, I can't just go and get some water. Look, look, I can't look, put look. some rice in my mouth, drink some dry. water, swallow it. Gaz is yeah, it's dry when you've given it to me. I've got to be dry. I can do whatever I want once you've given it to me. I'm going to hydrate the fucking rice with my spit and eat it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lovely that's soft really rice. Dis- that Jesus. made my everything go inside <laughs> of my throat. That was disgusting. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, that was foul. I'm going to hydrate my rice with live saliva. Shug it down. Yeah, we'll get the rice cooker going. I'd like to yeah. tender my resignation for this it. podcast. <laughs> yeah, me too. Rice pie. <laughs> right, Ronan, we're making our own podcast. We'll go to our own podcast. Oh, and... you boring little spaghetti pussies. No rice. No, no rice. rice bit. <laughs> Just no dry rice. pasta, boys. Spaghetti box. Dry Chewing it up like mad. It's taking fucking pod. ages, that will. Stop dry spaghetti at all costs. Yeah, but I can take my time with it. I can do a little nibble. Yeah. And it's not It's not hard. It's if al dente. If you can take your time with it, you can just leather one single grain single of rice, grain rice for at ages time, yeah. without yeah, chewing or anything. Where's the fun in that? What yeah, the fuck not... are you on about? Okay, 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 okay. The real I'm... reasoning Gaz has here is because he wants to stick the he cigarette wants, in. Yeah. He wants to stick it in his mouth like a cigarette or a pipe. No, and be like, <laughs> I'll tell you, the only reason he's saying spaghetti and he's glad that someone sort of joined in <laughs> is so he can say, oh, there was two answers to that one, weren't there? There was two answers there, weren't there? You <laughs> no. fucking idiot. I see right no, through you, Gaz. No. I can see right through you like a fucking window. No, that's <laughs> not it. I, I was always on spaghetti rather than rather than rice. No, you right. You haven't thought about it then. You haven't thought about it because if I put four grains of rice in my mouth and just swallow, they're gone. Yeah, but I'm trying to notice it. Yeah, but I'm trying to not notice it. Two cups yeah, but you of rice. You want to do it quick easy. though. You want to do it quick. Two you cups don't of have rice. To do it quick. You do you know how much rice make that a is? point to make a point? I'd do it slowly. Yeah. Nah. I'd do it through my nose to make a point. I just keep sniffing one grain of rice up my nose. And then be like, Gaz, where's it gone? It's inside, isn't it, Gaz? It's, it's, in inside. it's inside. That means inside, a vet. It's gone right mm. inside. Would you like a little window to see where the rice is, Gaz? It's inside. Nah. Spaghetti. Are you ever, if, Ronan, yes. you've got a dog. I do. Have you ever, have you ever given have your dog... I have a dog as dog... well. You don't have a dog. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Your really? family Your family has a dog. Yeah, you don't count. Unless it's you live the... in the house with Unless the dog. Unless you live in the house and the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so up until I was 20, I had a dog. Oh, Correct. And now I don't have a dog. <laughs> that's sad. That's sad. Yeah, that's right. You don't have a dog anymore. Um, when my dog dies, I'm going to tell you. We'll do a very sad podcast about it. So when your mu- oh, I'm not going to be on it. <laughs> when your mum's dog dies, you mean. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> anyway, Ronan, you have a dog. And live, okay, you've been in the vicinity of a dog. Um <laughs> You're aware of a dog in the family somewhere. For 13 have, years at least. Have you ever given dry spaghetti to no, the dog? No, because I'm not abusive. What's abusive about uh, I that? Think it's the, funny. The question was uh, given to the dog Directed owners it. in the podcast. Can you let the dog owners It's funny, it's it's funny because the audience face. can't tell how triggered she is because she's kind of like shaking. She's getting a sweat. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> she's getting an anger sweat. There's a little bit of red on the, getting on the forehead. I can see a vein Show growing. Show the dog, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, I'm not. It never really crossed my mind. Uh, right, you need to do it. It's funny. <laughs> okay. Just you give... need to do it. It's funny. It is How funny. is it funny? <laughs> I don't know. Like, because they, like, they, it's not what they expect. You fucking idiot! You need it's to do not that with any. You ever fed your dog a screwdriver? <laughs> it's not what they expect. No, because that'd be cruel. It's not even food. <laughs> Dry pasta's cruel. Dry long spaghetti that you have to is cruel. It's yeah. like if it falls off and then it goes on the floor. The dog just goes mental. Tries to eat a it. Little piggy and you and I'm like. Treat. And I'm like, that's your dog's starts rolling around gas. on the floor. <laughs> oh no, don't put it in your mouth. <laughs> um, it's uh, cups of rice. Let's it's not, it's, it's, it's rice. spaghetti. Yeah, it's spaghetti. It's spaghetti. Right, anyway, moving on. Well, well done, guys. You've found uh, another shit question that uh, at least doesn't have one answer. It's yeah. split. Thank you. Thank you. It's got Thank two you. answers. Um... So a waste of I our can lives. see right through you. Matt. Oh, it's 10 minutes. Nothing. What have you watched? <laughs> I've watched loads, mate, but I'll try oh. and condense it by just... I've watched a lot of Steven Seagal movies. Can, can you make it not last for about an hour? No, because that was the best bit okay. of last week's podcast. I listened to it and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I am actually the best one. <laughs> oh, Jesus <What>? Christ. <laughs> Should, do you want us to go? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, sorry, please. should we just leave? Sorry. If Matt, every, Matt, if Matt's head has reached all the way over to my part of the base. If, if uh, everyone can go, I would like to do my podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt is the main host now. On Ronan's recommendations... Sorry, I, can't, I watching... can't hear you from the echoing up your own arse. Um, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Got him. I'll, uh, I'll put the microphone further in. <laughs> um, so, I've been watching Steven Seagal movies and it's because of Ronan... Partially because of Gaz, because he said Under Siege, and then it went further. I've been this is, this is so no, I've been trying to get you to fucking watch Steven Seagal movies <laughs> for like over ten years. They're so weird. I even man. gave you a book yeah, that you w- did. about all of and Steven then, Seagal movies, and, then and I, you were like, "I had that nope. book for five years, and then I gave it you back." Yep, and then I lost it at some point. It's vanished. It was uh, it was great. It was and a good book it, to hold. All it took, all it took, was a little bald man to go, "Hey." Have you watched Under Siege? And um, then, here we are. I didn't realise how weirdly whispery he was in everything <laughs> oh, he does. Yeah. I've never watched a Steven Seagal movie, oh, so I have nothing oh, to add to this segment. Do, Sometimes it sounds like he's just breathing out, but he's actually supposed to be saying words. He's so he goes like, bad, but so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's phenomenal. What is he saying? It's like he doesn't, know, he's, he doesn't know how to act. Have you seen A Dangerous Man? No. One of the later ones. I think one or two. I'm specifically looking at Ronan on my screen, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. This is I now think... directed to the people who watch Steven Seagal movies. Yes. <laughs> I there's real definitely, people. Some of his later oh. films do start to like oh, merge they... oh, into yeah. one. I They're do think I've seen film. Dangerous Man, but I couldn't <laughs> tell you what happens or if They're I. They're the I, same movie. Yeah. They're always. Oh, I'm in the CIA, but actually, I don't like the CIA. And then there's some terrorists. And that's and it. And he always conveniently finds somewhere to sit down. Yeah. God, God, that man needs to sit down. He just wants to sit down. Um, the older he is, the better the movie. But <laughs> only because he's become like this Sasquatch Dracula character where he's got like a widow's peak, a jet black widow's peak. Like, <laughs> like fucking um, Boris Karloff's Dracula. And then he's just like a massive lumbering man who can't walk properly like Sasquatch on the Patterson tape. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's so good. Like at one point, he definitely had a stunt double to cross the street. 
Oh, 100%. Like, anytime there's so any good. real... He like, suddenly was this like sprightly guy with his elbows up in the air and he didn't look anything <laughs> like Steven Seagal. Um, no way. Just across the street. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's loads. Yeah. He'll, 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 he'll like it. be there for like two days of filming. They'll get all his mid shots and close-ups done and then they'll just fill the rest of the movie in later. <laughs> I'm going to so, Google Steven Seagal. There's, there's, there's a whole knife fight at the end of one of his films where it's there's, just... Oh, is it the George Michael looking motherfucker? <laughs> well, I tell you what, Ronan, it's funny that you mentioned that. You, you should mention that. Yep. There's a knife fight at the end of every single one of well, his true. fucking yeah, movies. To be honest, they, yeah, all, they all end the same. They end with him waving his hands in front of someone's face and then just stabbing them in the neck all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst doing the figure of eight. He always wins yeah. quite easily most of the time. There's very little yeah. peril in most of his films. <laughs> Very funny. I, did, um, I just love it because, like, a lot of his early films were actually quite, like, enter- like they're quite well made and quite good. Yeah. But he's still very Steven Seagal in them in the fact that he's you're just like this man is just odd. Yeah, he's just a strange person. But his films are quite good, and he's like got a presence to him, even though it's like shit. It's like <laughs> it's like entrancing and then it's as like, things progress he gets lazier and lazier and then it becomes interesting in a whole yeah. new way it's like photo negative <laughs> charisma yeah. it's like there's no reason for you to watch this guy but like you're like what is he going to do next yeah he's like, he's like a weird and he's like an unlikable nicholas cage where it's yeah. like i yeah, don't know where he's this the anti nicholas cage where it's like it's all <laughs> incredibly weird he makes weird decisions or even sometimes <laughs> the lack of decision where he's obviously yeah. not trying and it's just it's just you just watch his movies you're like this is so weird, but also I'm incredibly entertained. And then later on in his career, it's like, I'm so entertained by how lazy he is. Like, this is insane. How, <laughs> One of the like, weirdest scenes in this dangerous is. man is it's like flashbacks of his wife, his ex-wife, who she's like doing oh, a sexy striptease for him in the bedroom. Yep. And he sat down in a chair in a, like a leather jacket, really long black pants and a, a, a black suit shirt <laughs> with like his, his dyed black beard and dyed black hair and he's like he's just nodding <laughs> like you know really but not in like a, i like this way in like an i agree with this way <laughs> like like mm, everything's up to code yeah. it's so good you're gonna direct the exam the director clearly well, like, just went can you nod and he just went and that's yes it. yes what, i can but like i completely agree with what you're saying ronan it's like um his old films had more competent filmmakers attached to them mm-hmm. so they're like interesting they've got like pretty interesting stories action scenes are well put together and he's just this weird like why is he there yeah. <laughs> and then his later films are he is the only draw to watch the film because the 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 story's so bad the directing's so bad the editing's the same and every every film looks the same you could cut them into like a <laughs> nine hour film yeah. and, you and no know. one would know yeah did he turn up in the expendables at all ronan no Okay. Isn't that for is he like good action so. stars? Is he like the only 80s action star that didn't turn up in The Expendables then? Apparently he's not very well liked. Yeah, he's in like, I think just in many, like, that's why, that's partly why he's mostly in Russia now. I don't think he was yes. particularly well no received No one liked by him over here. Anyone really? Um, if you read up about Steven Seagal on Saturday Night Live, he's like one of, he's he's been referred to by numerous people on the same show as him as the worst host they've ever yep. had in history. There's a great oh, no. YouTube video where Steve, uh, Bob Odenkirk is basically talking about when he came, was it Bob Odenkirk? I think it was. I think you're right, yeah. Uh, talking about when he came to host and he just describes the decision making behind it. It's, it's worth watching. 
It's either Bob or Dana Carvey that interview, but I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, um, fucking hell, what a weird dude. And he, like, he seems to enforce the idea that he has to be portrayed in the most positive light. Yep. <laughs> like, no matter what he's doing. In this one, he plays like a, in that Dangerous Man, he plays a guy who was wrongly put in prison for someone's murder. And then he gets out, but he's like institutionalized, so he can't stop fighting and being violent. And he just, the, these guys try and mug him outside a shop and he just goes fucking ham on them but like <laughs> grotesquely like he beats one of them up and slams his head in the car door a bit like way too far yeah and then you're like oh well that guy's done he falls to the floor then, then fucking Steven's guy just picks him up again and starts levering him again <laughs> a bit more <laughs> smashing him up with a bottle and stuff it's so odd so wow. what he films says, did you watch I'm gonna did you watch fuck a few you up ugly. Uh, I'll give you some um, I watched I started with Under Siege and Under Siege 2 of course, yep. of course. then I watched um End of a Gun. I've not seen that one. Uh, yeah, that one has uh, that one has a sex scene between Steven Seagal and oh, one no. of the Sugar Babes. So, oh, <laughs> so that, oh. That oh was, shit! That was real weird. Yeah. Um, then I watched one called General Commander, which is just the best saying of it. I, I don't know whether that's a specific rank or whether he's just generally the commander of everyone. Lieutenant Private. Yeah. Um, General. That commander, one was. One of the ones where he's a CIA agent and it all goes wrong. Uh, then uh-huh. I watched The Keeper, which he plays a CIA agent where it all goes wrong. I think I've seen The Keeper. And then A Dangerous Man is the one I'm currently on. Yeah. Uh, and then I also, because I've, I've paused that one because it's pretty long. I watched Mercenary for Justice. I might um, have seen that one. I'm going to watch it again because I fell asleep. Nice. But that's a younger one, I think. Yes, that's yeah, sort of the, like that's like just yeah. after his big Hollywood. Like he basically had like it was like yeah. a four film runway. It was like his low budget, gr- like coming up films. Then there's the bit where he goes under siege, under siege, and executive decision sort of mm-hmm. bookend his like big Hollywood career. And then after that, it slowly starts to yeah yeah peter out. And then there's like about maybe like ten years where he's making just sort of mid budget shit action movies mm. in America. And then after that, he moves to Russia. I think looking might have lied on every CV he's ever put into. I don't think he's like martial arts. The stuff he does doesn't look like martial arts, even when he's young. Uh, I don't know. It looks like Mac from It's Always Sunny. (laughs) Like like he just does some vaguely martial arts shapes and then stabs a man. Just normally stabs a man. Yeah, but isn't that like a, a true distraction technique because the idea being is you don't know no, when it's going to come and then bang. <laughs> well, no, you don't wait for it, do you? You don't wait for someone to punch you. What are you going to do? Watch the hands. It's well, very... it, depends, it depends on your fighting style. If you've got a very defensive fighting style, then yeah, you would wait for somebody to try and punch Guys, you. Guys, the real world isn't Dragon Ball Z. You just fight. You don't talk. You don't well, wait don't for know. someone to show off their fighting style. These guys he's fighting are supposed to be like hardened mercenaries, but they watch, they watch him do this little... Maybe they're just dazzled by his hand yeah. speed. I'm dazzled by something else, mate. I'm like, like the, the way you could explain it to me if they were all like, what the fuck is this man? <laughs> it's really funny though. I've just, oh, I've shit, just Googled, I just, I just Googled <laughs> yeah. um, end of a gun and I'm having a look and he's, it's, he looks like, he just, he just looks very funny. That one is a very funny, that's the one where he's got a, a stunt double to cross the road. Oh, he's <sighs> just, he looks like, he looks like a retired wrestler who just can't just can't let go. The he die, moves like a retired die is, wrestler. The die is evident 
in his yeah. hair. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh, yeah. It's so it's so. That man it's uses so black. some root powder. It's not even just dyed. It's like glued on hair as well. Like, like <laughs> his fringe has gone from like a squared off fringe to like he's got like a, a vampire thing. Like, yeah, like, that's speak. what I mean. Sasquatch so, Dracula. That's a, that's yeah. a, a giant Dracula. The thing it's, that freaks me out the most though is goatee doesn't have the soul patch. It's not real. I'm. I swear down that's stuck on hair. That's not real hair. That's not Everybody what real hair looks like. Everybody wakes up, puts a stencil on his face, and sprays it on. Yeah, that's <laughs> not what real hair looks like, man. That is that is a wig glued to his face. <laughs> I'm have, I, I need to look because it, it's not real. That's not real hair. It's, that's not what hair looks like, man. I mean, it's it, phenomenal. It looks a bit like. Do you remember the carpets at school towards yes. the outside that were like wiry and plastic? Oh yeah, to, yeah. It looks like that. What oh, a funny man. man. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'm in. I'm in a Seagal trance. It looks one very of my, funny. One of my favourite lines is um, he's threatening those muggers outside the shop, and he says, "I'm gonna fuck you up, ugly." And then a the guy's basically like, "What do you mean?" He just says, "Fuck you up, ugly," and then attacks them. <laughs> oh, very funny. What a guy. Um, other than that, I've just watched some horror stuff. Uh, I watched VHS for the first time because I've always put them off because everyone told me they were really creepy it's like a found footage collection but mm. they kind of present it in a different yes. way yeah pretty good actually like it's not super scary there's some bits in it that I, I can see why people would freak out but like well put together I might watch the others not sure there's um, what is this there's two and then there's 84 there's fucking loads now mate is there yeah so there's VHS VHS viral VHS 2 VHS 94 and there's an 80 something one I believe right. wow yeah, um I only thought there was the two. No, there's quite mm. a few. Quite a few. I started that new Alan Partridge stratagem and it's oh. really not landing with me at all. Is it not? But I'm gonna go again and see. I still Maybe. I still keep forgetting about that. I need to watch that. But there you go, there's me. I'm I'm in a Steven Seagal hole and I'll stay here for a stay long there. time. Stay in the bunker. Forever. Oh my god, it's so good. There's so Steven much Seagal. of it as well. It's he's... like he's farting films out. Because he only shows up for a day. <laughs> yeah, and then they just like, oh god, it's so good. There's one where <laughs> I keep he bringing him up. A decent man. Yeah, yeah. That he's the only draw to the film. So obviously, like, he's the selling yeah, point. Yeah, because like, they know that people like Matt will come and see oh, the man. movie. One of them has just a load of neck down fighting scenes where you can just see his body lumbering at people, and it's obviously not him. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's the one with Keith David in, I think. Oh really, Keith David? Mm. Get paid, mate. Man with two first names. Yeah. Anyway, Ronan. <laughs> what a segue. Seamless. What have you been? Anyway. What have you been watching? <laughs> that was fucking shit. Um, what have I been watching? I um, have been watching. So, thankfully, one of the other aspects of uh, everything, everywhere, all at once is this oh. sort of uh, Michelle Yeoh um, renaissance. Renaissance of. Well, to be honest, a lot Michelle of these, Yeoh. there's a lot of companies here, especially in the UK, but also everywhere, elsewhere, that are restoring and re and releasing uh, some of her older films back from you know Hong Kong days, and so I've uh, they've been slowly coming out by a company called uh, Eureka uh, Films and their classics collection. Uh, so I've been I've been watching their two recent uh, ones, which is Royal Warriors, and the other one. Is yes, madame. 
and they are both incredibly entertaining uh, mm. Hong Kong cop action comedies. Um, <laughs> yes, but Dan's probably a bit more comedy than um, the other one. Well, I forgot what it's called. Royal Warriors. Are you saying um, comedy because you don't know if they were being intentionally funny? No, there's definitely the thing. The one thing you can count on with uh, Hong Kong uh, action films is that not only do they have funny action sequences, they also have quite long uh, bits, comedy bits that just sort of don't that take a while to get going and you just sort of like the humor's a little bit like little comedy routines kind of and sometimes they're funny but there there is definitely a lot of like uh sexist tropes that they lean on in a few of them that you're a bit like oh this whole joke is about how the woman is not very competent or whatever but at least with these michelle yo ones is it's because she's the main character you you sort of actually you don't get a lot of that which is uh yeah, good. So you get that Michelle cool Yeo. Hong Kong action, and then it's losing some of that weird stuff. Um, but they are incredibly entertaining films, uh, and like I said, they are just come out from Eureka Classics, so you should check them out. Yeah. Oh you know well. <clears throat> you know they're showing an extended cut of Everything Everywhere All at Once at the Light. An extended cut. In the next couple of days, I think. Yeah. Interesting. How extended? Uh, I don't know. Eighteen hours long. I might go watch it because I didn't get to. I booked a ticket for like an advanced screening when it first came out, and I've completely forgot about it. Missed it, and then it had a super limited run at a cinema, Mm -hmm. uh, and then I missed it again. And I was like, "Shit, I can't miss it again." But then went on Amazon Prime for ages. Yeah, still there, isn't it? it? God, that's a good movie. Yeah, I've still, I've still not seen it. I keep forgetting about it. Is it? uh, It's nominated for any Oscars. Yeah, it's both yeah. the most. Oh, hey. It's nominated yeah. for the most Oscars. 13, hey, I think. James Cameron. <clears throat> I don't really He's all right, don't Oscars, worry about it. <laughs> but that film yeah, is he's it, fine. So. He's James Cameron will be okay. I don't really like awards and award ceremonies. Nah, they're all dog shit. That film yeah, deserves one. But they're, exactly, they're all like, bollocks. They're all bollocks. But they sometimes... are bollocks, but it's nice to have public uh, oh, acknowledgements of it's a this bit, is the, good. Pro- the, the problem is, it's all a bit inner industry when it's deserved though no but when it is deserved yeah that's the problem Mm. that is the problem Matt I think on the money because it's just the academy wanking each other off yeah Biodome didn't get anything in 1986 ridiculous ridiculous shoddy like it's the it's the inner church of the fucking not even best actor not best (laughs) both of them could have been up for best actor let's face it Mm -hmm. and they could have both been up for best supporting as well comedy Best weed reference, <laughs> best soundtrack, best dance scene, best dance scene, best stone mm. scene, best syringe best, as a dart scene, best stealing toothbrush, best weird ca- uh, Kylie Minogue role. Oh yeah, that was a weird Kylie Minogue role. Yeah, Kylie Minogue's in in Biodome. Yeah, Shit, I'm watching Biodome. She's a doctor. Oh, role. I thought you meant like she did a forward role, and I was trying to think <laughs> about like, what scene. <laughs> Kylie Minogue's doing role? fucking random. Best debut, Tenacious D debut their entire career in that movie. Wow, just the hey. truth. They're in the the they're a band they're the playing at the no they're playing at the campus when they're doing that little hippie drum circle. All oh, right, okay. That's Tenacious D's start of their career. Wow, <laughs> that's the first thing they ever did. They had that was the day they met. That's, <laughs> that's the yeah they, they they walked into that set strangers mm-hmm. and came out. Matt, didn't. 
a band. Didn't, didn't you buy a postcard thing for Biodome? I bought a press release kit for, for Biodome because <laughs> someone randomly had one on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. How much? How yeah. much did that cost? Uh, eight pound. Oh, okay. Six. Yeah. Worth every. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, came from fucking Argentina. Yes. <laughs> so some paper Amazon. down that's there. That's like an eBay style thing. Yeah, that's it. Um, so I'm gonna get a frame for it and put it on the wall. But fucking yes. weird. Fucking brilliant. So yeah, what else have you watched, Ronan? Uh. I watched or rewatched Silent Running, which has just had a, a recently a 4K release from Arrow Video, uh, and that is a, a science fiction film directed by Douglas Trumbull, who did the special effects on 2001: Space Odyssey, as well as many other uh, science fiction films. And this was basically him directing, uh, and it's got Bruce Dern as a, sort of a gardener um, because the Earth has no plants so all the plants that remain are in these basically giant spaceship greenhouses and he's one of the caretakers as you you might say yes yeah yeah various biodomes various biodomes but actually you know what they are literally (laughs) is literally a biodome um pinnacle and bruce dern (laughs) is the gardener and he's also the only person that seems to care about plants um and then it's it's brought down that they're going to decommission or they're going to stop caring for the plants. They're going to jettison the biodomes and they're going to oh, repurpose the uh, Do ships. Do not jettison the biodomes. But jettisoning the biodome. I mean, this is jettison. Bruce Dern gets upset. Do not In jettison biodome. the biodome. Uh, they're going to jettison those and they're going to repurpose the spaceships for... Um... Are you talking about Silent Running? Did I just miss <laughs> the note? Yes. Yeah, that film's fucking rules. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I completely didn't hear the name of the movie you were talking about. That film's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant film. Yeah. One of the best sci-fi films ever made. Really? Yeah. Do you think so? I think it handles AI and robots in a way that was never done before, before that film. Yes, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, I my thing is I really enjoy it. <laughs> and I... <laughs> What's wrong, Gaz? Are you talking about Silent Running? <laughs> it's a good movie, man. The thing that you mentioned, like, literally 10 I seconds didn't hear before it. I said I was too busy thinking about biodomes. Ah. <laughs> well, yeah, so, anyway, they're going to repurpose these, these, these ships as, like, I don't know, commercial vehicles. So Bruce Dern, he's like, I've got to protect these plants. And the whole thing is about him trying to, like, protect the plants. And at one point, he uh, basically hijacks one of the last of the biodomes. And... Um, uh, is is basically caring for it, and oh, uh, Matt's got it on DVD. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I knew I had a copy of it. That must be. Uh, you must like it then, if you've got that. You don't keep many copies of films. No, no, this yeah, is a, a DVD. Like, I couldn't find given it anywhere. Away as DVDs. Yeah, well, it's just been released on 4K Blu-ray. If you want to upgrade Ooh. and sell that one. Yes. Uh, and the 4K transfer looks uh, glorious, and it's basically it's it's an eco film. Uh, that is basically yes. about you know how everyone just doesn't care about plants mm-hmm. anymore and how the, and you can you can the thing is when you watch you can sort of see that's the sad thing is you can see how the progression is of how why these people don't care yes in a way it's like this, the sad reality of like yeah people just will just stop caring about these things and we're almost mm-hmm. like in similar places 
hear yeah. where you, people try and explain certain things. It's just, just sad that something so in the past, made so long ago, is is still unfortunately it feels so relevant. Very relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, surely we should have sorted this shit out by now. Nope. But anyway, um, but yeah, what what is? It's quite a, like a. Uh, a touching story that features some some robot friends, mm. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, <laughs> and it's just, just this one man trying to basically fight for uh, nature, essentially, um, and overcome the hardships that come with people not giving a shit. Um, and I guess my only real issue with it is I, fi- I find the Bruce Dern... I agree with everything Bruce Dern's character is doing. What's it? Lol or something his name is. Mm. I just don't like him. Yeah, he's, he's a <laughs> bit kind of, of an um, ass. Yeah, he's just—it's hard to explain in it why he's an ass. He just is a bit annoying. Just a, yeah, it was just, just a bit abrasive, and it's yeah. like, and sometimes you are—it's like there's no warmth necessarily between him and everyone. Like I get that he's supposed to be like—he's very protective of the plants, and I get that. Mm, I'm like, yeah. that's cool. I appreciate that. But then it's like, you, and the other guys are kind of asses as well, which doesn't help. So it doesn't, doesn't give him too much room to be a nice warm person when all the people around you are dicks essentially (laughs) but then it's like there's one guy who's trying to be nice and he then bruce Dern's character turns on him like very easily um it's very much like i think there is a modern lesson in this because i think some people are so abrasive with their passions and their activism Mm -hmm. that they turn people away from their causes that's Live. exactly what I was thinking while watching and it's it as well. Yeah, fully in there. Well, it's like I agree quiet with and letting people talk. So fuck you, guys. <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> it's like I agree with everything this guy is is doing and saying, more or less. But there's just something about his personality and the way he he confronts those issues that is so abrasive and annoying that I'm like, well, kind of. Even though I 100% disagree with these other guys, I kind of get why they yeah, don't yeah. listen to you. If you get what I mean. Half of the problem with getting people to listen to you is having the charisma of seeming interesting to listen to. Yeah. Like, this guy just needs to f- not be super aggressive with his thing he wants to discuss. Or, like, yeah, dismissive of, of other people's like stuff. Also, he's a botanist, and his daughter played another famous botanist. True. Laura Dern was a botanist in Jurassic Park. No yeah. way. Yes, way, guys. Fun fact. Way. That is a fun fact. <laughs> That's awesome. That, that, that genuinely does sound very good. Um, I've already, I've got it open on Amazon. I don't have enough money to buy it, but I'm waiting. Do you want DVD? I, no. No, you haven't even seen the movie. You might not like it and you're buying it in 4K. That's the, that's the risk you take. <laughs> Gaz has seen so many things in 4K now. If he sees anything remotely low resolution, he just loses his fucking yeah, so It's like Dracula. He gets all like, shriveled up and... <laughs> Starts playing barnyard noises from his phone. Can, can we have Huey, Dewey and Louie on the base? Have we got a list of stuff to keep on the base? We can do, uh, yeah. The duck. The duck. The duck. No, it's, what, it's what the robots are called in the inside the running. Oh, someone's told me about this movie. Is this like the thing where everyone's slowly like joining in with the conversation? No, it didn't click for me until you said the robots are called Huey, Dewey and Louie. Mm. If we keep talking, eventually Gaz will go, oh, I've seen this. I already own it. I've not seen it. (laughs) Three times. To be fair to me, I've not seen it. I've just remembered someone telling me about this movie that is 
robots called the DuckTales kids in. And I was like, oh, I yeah. find it to be quite a comfort movie, Silent Running. I genuinely have never heard of it until mm. you oh, just probably. mentioned it then. I watched it a long time ago because I had the DVD. I think it might, it might be the same version that Matt has. Yeah, um, I don't think it was released yeah. on any of it. Yeah, and then um, I ne- I've nearly bought it because it's also been released on like Blu-ray since and I've nearly bought it and I, I held off and then, well, luckily I didn't buy it because the 4K's out and you're not really going to get much need beyond the 4K for most yeah. films, so. Don't eject the biodomes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I can see that's probably why you like it so much because like Bruce yeah, Burns trying yeah. to save the biodomes. <laughs> save the biodomes, <laughs> man. <laughs> But that's just, yeah, that is, and it's got great special effects. You can tell it's directed by um, Douglas Trumbull, who is a special effects guy. One of the main things he wanted to do is he, he couldn't, he felt that in 2001, he couldn't get the Rings of Saturn done just right. Mm. And then he really, he, I, I'm not sure how, what, how he did it, but he realized how to do it and then produced it for this film. And nice. it looked, it does look pretty good. And the model work looks fantastic. One of the, I'd say, one of the only issues maybe with 4K is you. The modelness is probably a little more bit too obvious. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not too. It's not like uh. It's it's just like you could just you could just test a model, which is like yeah. okay with me because that's a model. Yeah. 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 It's, it's fine with me as well, but it, no, it's it, not. It, it, I can see you carving your knife. I fucking hate models. Sharpening your knife. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that's models. Sick. Ah, ah, ah he's Steven Seagal in us. I'm Steven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He'll we'll stab one of us in the neck in a minute. <laughs> and so we'll do you? nothing about it. <laughs> so oh, is that is that yeah. anything else that you've watched at all, Ronan? Or? Yeah, more or less. I mean, I've, I've, we're starting with our uh, two to nearly three-year-old. Uh, we're starting to try and have a film night with him mm. where we're going to just sort of, because at the moment, oh, it fucking is Peppa Pig, mate. Peppa it's just pig. always Peppa Pig. <laughs> so we're like, let's do a thing where we it's, say, this is movie pig. night. So it's going to be like a, a, a thing and we can watch a movie with him. So we, we watched Chicken Run this last oh, week. Oh, what a movie. Other day, and that is, I've that never is, seen it, you know. Mel Gibson's in it. Yeah, uh, but that is, that is a good movie. It's an okay movie. I remember watching it. A, last time I watched it was on my VHS tape I had when I was little. And that is still... Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's just funny how, how dark so many. That. I know this is an obvious thing, but so it's, it's always surprised. You always realize how dark movies are when you uh, when you're a lot older. When you're older, and then you watch it with a kid, you're kid. like, oh shit, that's like they can that's be right, like chicken. Yeah, oh shit. But like, chicken's getting it, its head cut off. But then you also look at him, and he's like, Duh. doesn't even yeah. clock. <laughs> Yeah, but half like, of the dark stuff you hear when you're a child just goes completely over your head because you're not exactly considering the consequences of what you're yeah. seeing or thinking about. Yeah, it, it's like when that when they're running through the, the the like they're in the oven, like they go into the pie making machine. Spoiler alert, like, Gaz. I'm sorry, Gaz. For those who haven't seen Chicken Run, spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take like. My but yeah, when he ends up in the pie. Or she ends up in... I can't remember who ends up in the pie. But, like, it, it, as Does soon as that light comes die? on... No, no, it doesn't. No, no one make it out. The pie, but they... they make it out, but it's just like, you're like, oh, shit. Like, there's real there's real steaks. The sequel's being well, made. There's not steaks, there's chicken, mate. There's, there's chicken, hey, yeah. You can have chicken steaks. You can have chicken steaks. Um, the sequel's being made, isn't it, at the moment? It is. And that's, is, is yeah, that was one of those funny things we realised. Or something? Gonna... Yeah. What? You can't call it that. It's what it's called. Nugget. 
the cast the cast is really really good and if i remember right as well for chicken run um mel gibson is apparently in it yes i'm just the rooster i'm just getting confused it's just mel gibson and jane horrocks Jane Horrocks. Oh. Jane Horrocks is funny. She's she's Babs, the one that's oh, yeah. like, oh well, or she's that one. I've they're all northern, which I don't really <laughs> like. I've never seen it, Gaz. So your reference was like, what is Gaz? Ronan gets it. I get yeah. it. Yeah, Ronan gets. I know it. Who anyway, Jane Horrocks. Um, but then I've I've uh, ready for this weekend. If we do it again, I've uh, purchased on Apple. Apocalypse uh, Now. <laughs> I did actually buy that on 4K uh, recently. Yeah, so maybe that. Yeah, uh, I bought the. I, I happened to see the collector's edition, which has got all the other edits. Was still in stock in like an Italian uh, Amazon warehouse. So I was like, I buy that, buy that right now because it's gone. Um, but we, I've, I've got the Adventures of Tintin, the Steven Spielberg one, hopefully to watch this weekend because that is that is a visually. It's like that when I was talking about Polar Express a few weeks ago, where it's like a, a constantly visually interesting movie with funny characters and 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 see and kids like cgi these days don't they they just mm. love it yeah like, i think i think films without cg look old to children mm. yeah it's mad it's isn't just it? real what, weird. you mean like 2d animation looks old to kids no no honestly like cgi effects look look like they belong in movies to kids that have grown up like till seems to think anything that's got practical effects is old it's just so weird. I don't so like that. I don't like kids. I don't like that. <laughs> Sound like Sorry. a cockney chimney Sorry, sweep that, for a second it, then. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like It's just a weird yeah. concept. Because it's never me. been like that. It's just a weird concept. Like... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's um, just kind of like, you look at Jurassic Park and you're like, ah, oh, sick. Look at that. Yeah, but that does also real have... Real dinosaur. CGI. Yeah, that might actually even out. Scary. I've never Tons seen Tintin. Yeah, but the CGI, CGI, you're a little bit like, ooh. I've never seen Tintin. You should watch it. It's good. It's two ninety nine at the moment. I on hate Apple. Tintin. Passively watched. It. I hate him. I hated that stupid cartoon when I was a kid. Yeah, Tintin. I didn't. I didn't love the cartoon, chilly, but yeah. he's such a wuss. But the uh, the movie's pretty good. No. <laughs> so Liv, what have you been watching? Oh, okay. I've got three things and three things only, and I'll snap snap through the first two to get to the third. Okay. I've been watching on YouTube, uh, and I was just reminded of this by uh, I was talking about Chicken Run, uh, Ardman's uh, Creature Comforts. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah, that yeah, used yeah. To be on. That yeah, used to be on I, at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And I completely like completely forgotten about it, and then I was scrolling through YouTube, and it it was just suggested to me, and I was like. Oh my fucking god! I remember that. And then I've just been fucking binging them on YouTube. On the yeah. same well, lines. Good. Do you remember Rex the Runt as well that was shown around the same time? Yeah, it's not hard. That. That's such a good fucking, I fucking show. Love that. that it's first season really funny. Is yes. Oh my god. First the fact is good. It, his mate called Bad Bob is called Bad Bob just because yeah, he walks around with a gun at the whole. Big gun and eye patch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. I do remember that. I, I I remember it being on the telly. I don't remember watching it that much. Carry on, then, but, sorry. Um, no, 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 I'm just looking at it now, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember So that. Creature Comforts is just Vox Pops that it's have kind of been animated over, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's literally just they're interviewing animals, and animals are just talking about, like, mm. random topics. And the humour doesn't come from the fact that 
the answers are interesting or funny. It's just the fact that it's fucking animals. Like the first, the first, the one that I watched was about the circus, and it they were just interviewing a bunch of circus animals. And there's, I think, a pig in a cannon. And all the time, all the while the pig is talking, the cannon has been lit. So they're just talking very kind of like calmly British accent, very t- like normal voiced, which I think is really. Now, this is different than I remember. I thought it was Vox Pops of just random people interviewed on the street about That's subjects. right. Yeah, that's anim- right, And then they Matt, yeah. animated the animals over them to make a comical. Did they? Movie. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exact. That's so exactly how they I did it. Yeah, they're just people off the streets, right? Just, that's fucking. That's even yeah, fucking yeah. better, because uh, they sound like normal people. Yeah, um, which is really refreshing, and because in a lot of animation, obviously, there are actors, so they sound like actors, and they have the voices of actors. Um, but they do <sighs> all just sound like shut up. They do all just sound like normal people. Um, it was really funny. Uh, yeah, the cannon was lit, and the pig was just talking, and then yeah. like you, as the clip ends just as the cannon like oh fires. just before it goes or yeah. just as it and you, goes yeah very and it's just good. like oh very good ending yeah really good visual gags behind mm. um like some of the characters and even when like just as the characters are talking it's good shit uh watch creature comforts on youtube it's all there and it's really cool uh next good shit. i uh this movie came out in 2009 and i didn't think it was that old i watched for the first time Coraline. Oh, Coraline. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. That's Beth's favourite movie of all time. You just started on a stop motion. Apparently, I've been meaning to get around to watching it for about 13 years. Yeah, Mm. it's a good Um, movie. I didn't know. I I thought this came out in like 2012 at the latest. Um, Apparently, that's a four year difference, a three year difference. Uh, Everything's (laughs) fucking. I'm getting old now. Everything (laughs) from my childhood is starting to blur. Um,. Can't imagine what it must be like for you, fucking fossils. It's fucked, mate. I've just stopped. I've stopped trying to it's remember. A living hell. But yeah, um, it's Fuck really you. good. Oh, well done, Cass. Cass caught up. Don't worry. <laughs> He's too bit slow, isn't he? It's In his really. Old age. It's it's so good. Yeah. Um, I am not slow. The... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That was the best time gag you've ever done on this entire. That that that's it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Um. But yeah, it's obviously it's animated phenomenally, um, done mm. by Henry Selick. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if Tim Burton had a hand in this. No, I don't think no. he did. Um, it's one of those it's things a, that gets like a studio, to. like yeah, a studio, it's similar to him. But yeah, it's, I just think it kind of improves upon a lot of Tim Burtonisms. Um, it well, Henry Selick he directed Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, so yeah. there's yeah. a lot of crossover. Um, but yeah, I, I think he always improves upon Tim Burtonisms, and I think this uses color really interestingly. Mm-hmm. Um, the other mother, like the even even the use of subtitles, because I watched it with subtitles, and it and she's referred to as the other mother in the subtitles, and I don't know if that's intentional. Are or you not. Um, a constant subtitle watcher? Occasionally, like I'll go for runs of having subtitles. Trend? Yeah, it's a new thing. I can't. I, it. Uh, I know some people who watch everything attention. with subtitles on. Some people, my nieces do it. My some nieces people can't do it. understand what is being said to them unless it's subtitled now. Yeah. My attention span is quite uh, wobbly. Uh, I think so... it could be short format video that's done it. I don't Maybe. think Tick- so. All the TikToks and the this... Instagram stories. I did it before TikTok and Instagram okay. stories were a thing. It's like okay. ever since Netflix came about. I think it's more the screenshot ability of TV shows. 
you screenshot it with a subtitle in, you can put it on the internet. Yeah, but you um, don't. But you don't do that, though, do you? But you don't do that. Obviously not. But I, I don't know. I'm fucking. Just in case I wanna. Just in case I wanna become a meme. Spitting balls or something. I don't know. Whatever what? the fucking saying. Wait, is. she's spitting balls. <laughs> it's spitting on balls. What's the? What's the? What is it? I don't know. Chatting what's shit. What's the saying? <laughs> sure. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Dunking on me about fucking having subtitles on. The one, well, the one thing I'll say about when, when people we're, not, we're just confused about the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I get, I I get it to a certain extent. Sometimes my attention span but, is just kind of drawn away, and then I kind of look back and I'm like, "What's being said?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." It kind of just yeah, draws if, my attention back in. If you had a poor attention span, reading's not going to help. Uh, You're right. I mean, it kind of gives me context <laughs> for the conversation. But you I just can hear it. Like, I can be like, I like who's, to... who's, so who's in this conversation? Okay, that character and that character. I like to have them on in games, but... No, I don't like having them on in games. Really? I have no. to have it on yeah. games because you get important information that if Correct. there's yeah. guns exactly. going off, you're like, I didn't hear what he said. He said, yeah. I have to go to this location and I couldn't hear what he said. I like being enraptured in video games. I feel they're more interactive to me so I can my attention's well, held more. I um, only have them in... Foreign TV shows. Films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, where, that's where I have subtitles. Do you have them on games? It is a weird phenomenon. No, I don't. Do you not? Interesting. No. Uh, it is a weird phenomenon, though, that more people watch with, like... E- I mean, it's not even focused to, like, a an age group. It's loads of yeah, people. Yeah, there's loads of people do it now. So my thing is always that, like... Yeah, I get you can't hear the dialogue sometimes, but I'm like, a lot of times, it's like real life. You don't need to hear... You don't hear have every bit, Every yeah. word. Like sometimes if someone says something quietly, part of the the reading of that, it, like if you didn't hear it, part of that's like that's the performance, that's like that's the that's what the scene is about. Yeah, it's about that's that the quiet that you can't quite you have to tra- crane in and listen. Like what is that? Whereas if you have everything given to you on a platter, it becomes like a thing where you're consuming the dialogue rather than yeah. experiencing the performance. Because yeah, a lot of times with with a lot of movies, dialogue is like almost unnecessary. It's like it's it doesn't mm. really tell as much the story as the visuals because it's such a visual medium so for yeah. me personally having subtitles at the bottom that i have to look at and read i'm missing yeah. the nuances of the emotion because that's what films are for me it's like an emotional story yeah. and they're like you know some people say i've heard this a few times where people say moves are like dreams they're experiences they don't have to make sense you don't have to understand mm. or hear every single piece it's about that emotional through line that's why i like i like a lot of like japanese movies a lot of times they have very convoluted plot lines and dialogue and stuff but they always have this really great emotional through line that always goes to incredible highs yeah. and yeah yeah the melodrama my, here's a stat directly from netflix 80 percent of users regularly have the subtitles on 80 percent. that's a lot that is a lot of people that's insane I'm, like my mom just... my mom uses them because she's practically deaf but there, so like, there's, that's that's there's definitely accessibility up. reasons why yeah of course it's obvious like obviously if if you're hard of hearing 100 mm, yeah. but it's just yeah i just know people who are like fully capable of watching a film without subtitles and they that that's their choice that they decide to make. and i just never i've mm. never got into it yeah just i just don't i just yeah. don't understand not saying it's I wrong i think it actually might be it's... a fear of missing some something for some people extreme FOMO to the point that no like some people might minute think, FOMO some people might go in with like a confidence issue in movies where they're afraid of like the idea of oh I don't follow movies very well you get some people who mm. say stuff like that so they, they they probably put subtitles on to ground them a bit 
But they don't so, really. Um, they don't yeah. need all the information. Or maybe it's just yeah. Or maybe it's just a need for consume. Like watching this film, I'm consuming. Mm. I'm not experiencing or taking like you know. I'm not just like laying it wash over me. I'm like I'm consuming this. So I need analytically to take in every media. single thing. I'm getting. Yeah. I'm get. I want to get every single line of dialogue. I want to everyone said because I'm taking the information in. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I get that. Anyway, the documentary. We're but... just spitballing that. But... Yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, just a little tangent there, because uh, I've also noticed that a lot of people use Coraline's subtitles. sick, but it's a great movie. So what? yeah, live. What, what did you think watching? of it? <laughs> um, I watched it at my friend's house, and she had subtitles on, so that's why. Um, <laughs> so it it's wasn't not you. me. It's your friend. Well, like I said, like I said, I I have periods Fucking where I'm like I put them on, and then friend. I'm like, I don't care. Because, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I just, I have periods where I put them on and then I have periods where I'm like, I don't need the subtitles, turn them on. Oh, we weren't talking about you specifically. We were just talking about how it's yes. like a weird no, phenomenon. like, I've, I've, no, I've noticed because yeah. I'm just kind of, but I'm just kind of like, it, it can only be a good thing. Like, I don't so know. Funny. I think, I think like Roman should, says, you, you we should just bite our tongues, guys. <laughs> yeah. What? Nothing. Is it because she's got an old lady name? No, no, oh, no, we didn't no, hear, no, I no, tuned no, out by that point. I, it was the, it was the, just, uh, <laughs> that, you said you had periods, if... and now I was, oh, okay, yeah. I saw Gaz's oh, eyes, like, go, <laughs> and he, I could tell he was trying not to say something, and I also was, like, trying to not make a silly joke, <laughs> and uh, just, we were having a little and the moment. And the two of us were like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what if else? If only what... you knew what I knew. Um... Yeah, uh, and then my third and final thing because I wanted to make this a short segment, but ah, apparently it doesn't matter be. if it's a short segment or not. <laughs> we're we're in charge of this. about having long segments, so I'm going to be in charge of this. It doesn't I fucking know. matter. Anyway, uh, I, the I public so, love this. They love us. I am so glad. I am no, so glad don't. that I have caused this argument right now. Everyone's um, drinking it in. Anyway, the, they need the, subtitles. The, let's the, let's transcript the whole podcast. Oh fuck off! Apparently, that's good for SEO. <laughs> Sorry, Liv. Go on. Uh, the the third and final thing that I watched was the third episode of The Last of Us. Oh, I watched that. And has Me everyone too. watched it? Everyone who cares. Thank God, because <laughs> I need to talk about this. You go. <laughs> everyone who cares. I hear it's Sorry. I hear it's really good, which I'm happy for that- you guys. Episode I'm three just, I'm just is maybe one of the best episodes of television mm. I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I me and Liv, me and Liv said that when we were like agree. chatting about it. Everybody but I feel said that like to me. my opinion is uh, lessened because I am extremely biased and in favor of this TV show because I was so desperate for it to be good. There is nothing wrong with liking something to that degree. I care so about. Tell it. us I, about it. So I, I feel like I, I feel like I've talked about this so much it's all right you Um, don't talk about it i'm gonna go for a wee (laughs) (laughs) um so i it really really mattered to me that this was a good tv show um because for the longest time i didn't really have anyone to talk to about this video game because yeah it's one of the most popular video games of all time but like the people around me didn't really care about it like i wasn't going to talk to my mom about it wasn't going to talk to my housemate about it wasn't going to talk to any of my friends about it because they're not really into games so I was just kind of on my own, kind of being like, "This is the best video game of all time, and I love it so much." <laughs> I was just why, sitting why, in it. We talked about it with us. We've been doing this for nearly a year I together. I didn't know if you guys liked it or not. I, I think just... it's one of the best video also, games ever made as well. 
Thank you. But it's one of those it's one of these things I that now I now think it's I one am, of the best video games that has ever been made. Um I, <laughs> I so I've I've not been able to talk about it for so long and I feel like I couldn't talk about it because I haven't had enough I haven't had a chance to eloquently you know formulate what I want to say about it because it's such a big thing in my head of like this it's this in your head and it's so important and you have so many feelings and things that you think about it but you don't talk about it so you've not formulated any of it into a coherent conversation um, and now everyone is talking about it and it's wonderful and I'm so so happy and this honestly this episode has been possible I genuinely agree one of the most the best and probably most important episodes of TV in history because the story of Frank and Bill in this telling is not the same in the video game no and I infinitely prefer this ending yeah me too well yeah because so, it's nice well for a start <laughs> yeah it's the happiest ending you could get in this in yeah. these circumstances and the, there's a uh. podcast I'd say so they got to grow old together and die together in a very in a mostly you know like painless way i mean they um, both do commit suicide it's hardly happy it's well, well they weren't gonna it's they went out on their own terms it's the best that they can do that's that's like, what that's what Liv just said. Liv said it's the best you could expect in that. Oh right, in sorry. How do yeah, they do? I was, yeah. I was just hung. I was just hung up to on every happy. single way anyone has ever died. Yes, there's definitely better, but in this <laughs> post-apocalyptic world where everyone seems to die with pain. wine. Yeah, that's a good way to go. Yeah. Um. So. Sleepy for, fucking. For context, it was a lot of it as well. There was so many pills. For context, for anyone who hasn't played the game or watched the TV show in the video game, Bill. We'll, we'll spoil it for you is a very <laughs> bill is a very lonely man in the middle of a hella booby trapped town at uh, booby hella um, uh, i did that so gaz wouldn't um uh, boobies. there you go um and he's set up all these traps to keep everyone out not just yeah. walkers not walkers what am i fucking talking about i'm not walking dead not just infected but everyone including people that may not necessarily mean him any harm He's so shut off to the rest of the world. He's not interested in forming any kind of relationships with anyone. Not interested really in living life. Just interested in surviving. And that's Feel it. Feel that, bro. <laughs> and in the video game, he has this relationship with Frank. They are gay. It's very it's strongly heavily alluded implied. To. It's, it's, yeah, it's very it's, strongly it's implied. implied. But, yeah, it's you know, implied. you're not. It, everyone would have been like, oh, it's so fucking woke if he'd gone. I'm gay, Joel, to Joel, <laughs> who Joel, like Joel already knew, obviously. But I mean, it, if you, it's, also, uh, it's also not needed. It's not yeah, needed. But unfortunately, if you don't outwardly say, I'm gay in most media now, it's always heavily alluded to or strongly implied rather than, you know, everyone is always automatically, it's a whole thing, assuming. Straight, I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty fucking obvious. Ellie holds up some gay porn. And at she's the like, end of why it. is it Oof. sticky in the middle? And it's very <laughs> funny. Yeah. And then Joel's it was like, funny fucking drop that and she's it's like I'm scratch joking. and sniff <laughs> oh no <laughs> fucking gross. she's 14 i um, don't know i don't know who any of these people are anyway I was scratching and sniffing anyway, porn when i was 14 in the video game you meet bill and he is alone there is no one with him no one at all and as you progress through the game you get to the end of the set bill section of the game and you find a note from his partner frank 
and you find his partner frank hanged in a house in the middle of the in the middle of the town that he's booby trapped um you read the note it says it's from frank to bill and it basically tells bill that he hates him he's so tired of the way that bill lives and he wanted something different and he couldn't stand bill anymore and he just wanted to be awake. He'd rather live in this post-apocalyptic world than li- than spend any more time with Bill. And it's horrible and awful and tragic. And Bill finds the body with you. You go out to the garage. Uh, you can hand Bill the note. It's optional. If you do hand him the note, he reads it. He crumples it up and he throws it away. And a nice little detail is that you can go back and pick it up after he crumples it and throws it away. Um... There is a major change in the TV show, which I really, 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 really infinitely prefer. Uh, And I am a massive shill for the video game. I think it's a perfect video game. I think it's narratively told wonderfully. But I think that the TV show really has shown that they are looking at the video game and they are thinking, how can we respect the original source material and the way that the video game told this story but genuinely improve upon it or tell it in a different way that, you know, can still reinforce the themes of the game while changing. Mm-hmm. And the whole the-, the big theme of the first game is love. And it's shown everywhere in the game and it's so blatantly clear in the TV show. And I love it because they did it in the last episode with the Tess and Infected Kiss I initially hated it and then I went and listened to the podcast that Troy Baker is doing with Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin. I know there's no other podcasts in the world. They're talking to each other on a bus. Good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Little callback. Um, But they they talk about the episodes and what the creative decisions that go into those episodes and why they're necessarily changing things to be different. And when I first watched it, I was like, okay, which Hollywood executive decided that Tess couldn't die in a badass way and she had to go out in a romantic way being kissed by an infected. What and is that ex- about? Explain that. Who kissed an infected? So, I don't understand. So what context? In, yeah. in the video game, Tess, um, Fedra, which are like the government in this world who control okay. the quarantine zones, um, follow Joel, Ellie and Tess to the Capitol building in Boston. Mm -hmm. Um, Tess reveals that she has been bitten Mm -hmm. less than like an hour ago or maybe like an hour or two ago and already her bite is way worse than Ellie's Ellie's is completely healed which you know shows that she's immune Mm -hmm. Tess dies buying them time so she's like fuck off go take Ellie to the fireflies which are like the saviours the good, the good guys the good yeah. guys and i say that in very heavy quotation marks um because that's why i love that show um and the, t- and the game um but yeah so she <laughs> buys them time to get away from fedra um and she goes out shooting them and you hear her scream because she dies but okay. she's like she buys them a lot of time um in the in the tv show <laughs> it is not fedra that turns up it is infected and instead of doing the whole zombie kind of rip her apart bite into her you know mm. gah, gah, Instead, the infected walk up to her as if they recognize her mm. and and one of them kisses Tess. And we've okay. seen earlier in the episode that the infected have fungus inside okay, their throats yeah. and at the back of their throats. And because they are kissing Tess, they are essentially infecting her. Yeah. 
And it's not really a way that we've seen them do it before because obviously it's a zombie show. We've seen them kill people. Mm. And I was like, initially I was like, well, why the fuck have they chosen to make Tess die by a kiss rather than by fucking badass, you know, shooting up the government? Um, And then they explained that because the theme of love is so prevalent in the game and the TV show, they were like, okay, I'm not gonna be able to. Exp- oh, I'm not gonna be able to explain this the way that they did. I'm gonna give a very bastardized summary yeah, of what they said. It. They explained that love is not always a good thing. Love mm-hmm. is not. Love can come in a very a variety of actions, and you know, have, be a motivation for many an atrocity. Mm-hmm. Um, and the infected's motivation to kiss Tess is to spread because they recognize that she has been bitten and she is infected which means she's one of them and they are spreading themselves by you know love. By kissing tess by love <laughs> yeah so because obviously fungus doesn't have emotions but they they connect and talk you to each other through like a weird network <laughs> All right i'm not a mycologist i don't know maybe fungus have feelings cancel me fucking woke mob um, <laughs> that's right <laughs> um, but I yeah so I- I saw that in a very different way, though. I saw that as that was like uh, almost like a kiss of death. Like it was, it was her final. It was her final thing. You know, like, we, yeah, we talked about this, and I was kind of like, yeah. eh? I didn't see it that way. Um, yeah, but I get what you mean because you were talking about how you saw it as Tess not being able to kiss Joel, and we talked about how obviously there's so much more room for that relationship to be shown in the yeah. game than it is in the TV show. So obviously they had to. Compa- compress a lot of things in the TV show and they had to kind of be more heavy handed in Tess's feelings towards Joel in the TV show than they were in the game um, yeah. so it was an, it's definitely an interesting way to look at it as a kiss of death, the kiss that she couldn't give Joel this that and the other um, but yeah I initially hated it and then they explained it in the podcast, sorry talk on the bus and it was <laughs> it just made me love it, I was like oh my god of course that's perfect that's such a great way to change it and there are so many deaths in zombie shows where someone is ripped apart by an infected and it's tragic and you're like oh yeah they're ripped apart you see their body in pieces to have someone that's a beautiful performance kiss (laughs) (laughs) to have someone kissed and that be the way that they're infected they're infected by love and it love is not always a good thing it's it's just that it's one of the big it's one of the big changes to the infected that i think works really well and yeah. it looks it looks very oh, very different you just love yeah. a good kiss guys i fucking love a good kiss but it's like a fungal tongue it's like Get all of these things <laughs> like matt you've not seen it have you but it's like all these things that kind of come out of the mouth like like this i can do in now tendrils mm tendrils yeah. yeah and they which, kind of like which fungus do actually have cordyceps and they kind of and loads they, of plants have tendrils yeah Horrible. and it kind of and it just kind of goes like this I've like, got tendrils into, oh, my wazoo. Oh. but that you know it's just another way to it's like just another way to spread it it's it's, it's don't say his name he's outside Cthulhu Cthulhu it's Obviously, it's very different, but I so far, like even even the um, like they can communicate with one another by yeah, the roots the, through the floor. Yeah, the network. And I and I think I think that's a really interesting they thing, and it makes it makes sense. Fungus actually communicates. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's like, really there was interesting. Entire networks 
neural they call them neural networks a path throughout forests now that relate to one fungus connected yeah. to every other one of them well that that me. makes a lot that makes a lot <laughs> that makes a lot of sense vibes. in this um i mean there's there's a lot of changes mm. but but they're all like, good. They're but all... I think they are good changes, and they and they work for the betterment of. But they work for a TV show. To, Absolutely. Yeah, for a TV show. Because um, you don't need the agency of uh, a video game where you need to have one. Here's one character you play, and that character has to be in every scene, and you you the player yeah. has to interact. Whereas here, because they don't need that things. constant time. drive of that one character that is being controlled, they yeah. can go back in time. They can expand on things. They can have scenes that don't have the main characters in, and they they've basically adapted they it perfectly freedom. in the sense that they're taking that same story, the same emotional beats, and the same reasons for every scene happening, and then go well. Now that we've got the play, the the, the TV the show, we yeah. can then yeah. completely change the story to fit that new format. But then also because the main thing you need to have is at the end of the video game after the his the you know the the bill stuff joel basically sees a version of him who doesn't let anyone in and he sees yeah. basically the, the bad side of where he could go yeah at the end of the tv show he sees the positive the side, side of like if you let someone in you can see you can feel that love and that warmth and you can you can you should basically at the end at the end of those segments joel realizes that he needs to open himself up to people yeah, yeah, he realizes the same, like said, it's it. the yeah. same emotional he, beats. Yeah, he still learns the exact same thing, but we've gone on a completely different journey that is that fits that format and was honestly just an incredibly compelling and profound show. That honestly, after that finished, I was like, "That's probably going to stay with me." It's stayed forever. with everyone that I've spoken to about the story of Bill and frank everyone who's talked to me about it has been like oh i've been in tears this morning thinking about it yeah and i was like good because that's how we should feel (laughs) yeah um it's such a story of pure unadulterated (laughs) love and i just like the idea that someone was telling Liv they were crying and she was like good that's the way we should (laughs) feel it was it was it was was marco yeah Um, it was a very emotionally affecting episode apparently so to give everyone a quick a quick rundown of the episode again i shall bastardize it obviously in the video game bill is alone frank has fucked off committed suicide because he got bitten um and you know is frank finds it miserable very sad joel's like oh this is a bad route for me to go down maybe i should open up to ellie a bit more in the tv show we see bill and frank meet we see we see bill shortly well we see bill at the start of the outbreak fedra kind of taking everyone from suburban towns into the quarantine zones which are the big cities and we see frank is a kind of he's a bit of a what do you call those um apocalypse preppers yeah that's bill's a bit of an apocalypse prepper like he's but he's he's literally been preparing for this his entire life he's got all his little tvs and cctv he's got his wall of guns Guns, he's got all his stuff uh all his His generator already prepared yeah he there's a little fun scene where he just fucking breaks into um what's the american equivalent of being q um home depot he goes to home depot and he just grabs everything he wants copper yep. wire he, and the whole time you watch it he he's like it's very he knows what he's doing like he's yeah. get he, he feels very like he's just getting the things that he yeah. already knew what he was gonna get and he's just basically very very methodical he, he he's also just enacting seems, the plan he mm-hmm. seems quite satisfied he yes. seems very kind he's not 
He's not upset that this has happened. He's not kind of remotely bothered that this has happened. He's very satisfied and at peace with how he is apparently going to live the rest of his life. And then it cuts to a few years into the um, outbreak and he finds Frank in one of his traps. And the way they describe this in the, in the podcast is so beautiful. But he Fucking meets plug Frank. Fucking podcasts. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah, talk, they on, don't, talk on the bus. Geez, they, don't they, don't, they don't plug our okay. podcast. I, they don't, but I'm going to plug it because I love Troy Baker and Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin mm. now because he's mm. very good. Podcast friends. Podcast I think friends. they're, pro- oh, think yeah. they're oh, probably yeah, going to be sorry. okay. They've got a big following. Enemy of right. the podcast, Troy Baker, because no. he vindicated Gaz on the iconic shirt thing. Which, True, to be fair, there is some basis in that, but I think it's funnier to tell Gaz that he's wrong. That's anyway, it. right. Anyway, I said it. Anyway. I said it for weeks. I've said it for weeks, and then fucking Troy Baker says Gaz, it, and you're you like, hadn't... "Yeah, do you know what? Actually, Gaz, it is an iconic shirt." Okay, but Gaz, fuck you. Okay, Gaz, no, fuck Gaz, you on that no, one. No, shh, Gaz. Shh, Gaz no, no, I am Gaz, not. I am Gaz, not going to let that Gaz, lie. Gaz, <laughs> you hadn't played the game up until literally a couple of days ago, so you had not give no a shit. Basis for saying that's, that's like me shirt. saying that is an iconic vest in Sons of Anarchy. Where is it for? half of well like three quarters of the game no he doesn't he wears it for a quarter of the game and you know this no, because you've watched it he, he changes his outfit for three every quarters season of the game no he doesn't this fucking guy this no he doesn't he, he has it for at least half it's just a, year. a check shirt lads it's not matter. just a checkered shirt it doesn't it's matter. joel's checkered shirt it doesn't matter ellie's Shut little up. ellie's little shirt's more iconic anyway nope it took three talk fucking episodes three fucking episodes but it's finally here the checkered shirt mm. frank and bill vindication and how beautiful it is to see frank and bill react to each other because bill is why have you got a battery on a painting stand? Just uh, making art while you're talking. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, um, so Bill and Frank meet, and Bill and Frank are two completely different people. Frank is the embodiment of light and love, and Bill is the embodiment of being closed off and just at peace with the lot that you have in life. And Frank is basically there to teach Bill that it is fine to survive but it is better to live he talks he tells frank to live his life and to enjoy it rather than just being satisfied with surviving you know yes. he tri- uh, there's a line at the end of the at the end of uh, towards the end of the episode where he tells frank that he traded one of his guns for a pack of seeds of strawberries and frank is like which gun and uh no bill goes which gun and frank goes it was a small one because he still respects those boundaries that bill has and it's just it's such a beautiful embodiment of love oh is that, that the clip of the from... eating strawberries yes yeah and okay. and they, they they start making out and then i think frank says not in the strawberries and it's just so beautiful it's such a, but it, like i said it was such a beautiful embodiment of the love that comes with time and the love that comes with knowing someone for so long and knowing how they react to the world around them and how they react to you and how you're the impact that people can have on each other in positive and negative ways there's a scene where frank is like running out of the house being like for fuck's sake bill and bill's like and i can't remember what they were arguing about but that's not the important thing 
The important thing is that not like, enough strawberries to fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the important thing is that Frank is telling Bill that he wants more than just this caged town. He wants to do up the clothing boutique. He wants to fix up some of the stores in town to just make them nicer. And he wants to have friends and he wants to share the world with people. He still wants the connection that came before the outbreak. And it's just such a fucking good episode, man. I'm never going to be able to... There's so much to talk about in it. It's one of those really weird things where this is, at its heart, is a show about zombies and they still manage to keep it it's never been very, about zombies. Very, no, no, no let me never, finish. No, I'm, for I'm, the, for the, I'm saying, just like, it's never for the, been about zombies. Are you going to say this is about fucking zombies, Gaz? Because for, ma- for the mass market, it's also, a show Gaz about zombies. Gaz telling me to let him finish when he was fucking talking about that shirt. Get in the sea. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> for um, the mass market, it is a show about zombies. And they had an, ep- an entire episode where you don't see any of the infected or you see like maybe one. There's one yeah. on the, the, the TV camera or something, isn't there? And Where are the bloaters? Where are the fucking bloaters? That's what I'm I here said, for. I said that to you the other day. We're on the yeah, podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, we've not, you know, it was an episode completely without any action or anything like that, but it was just so captivating and it was just so lovely that it didn't need it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anything else that you've watched then, Liv? I just want to keep talking about this. There's things that I'm going to I remember mean, that I'm going to We've be like, not ah. got infinite time. And... I know. Yeah, we have. Um, <laughs> let me... So there was other things that I wanted to say, but now I'm like, oh, shit, what? Um, oh, obviously they end their lives together, and that is the dramatic change from the video game. Um, Bill and Frank die together. Joel and Ellie... Joel has met Frank and Bill, but... Ellie never meets them. Um, they don't show their bodies at the end. And they talked about in the podcast that obviously homosexuality, a lot in media, is associated with tragedy. There's the bury your gaze trope where pretty much every gay character that's ever existed tends to die tragically, sadly, whatever for whatever stupid narrative reason. Um, but they decided that if these characters are going to die, which they're going to, We're going to do it in a way that is beautiful and on their terms and how they want to do it. And there's a line that Bill says at the end that this is not the tragic suicide at the end of the show. And I believe that's a reference to a play about, I can't remember what it was, but there is a line in a play that's pretty much that is lifted from. Right, um, I thought you were about... going to say because it's pretty much the ending of Romeo and Juliet. Like, I thought no. you were going to say, like, you know, you know, just a random, random play. No, 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 it's not the ending of Romeo and Juliet. The Tempest. Um, but it's you're the Tempest. No, no, um, it's 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 heart. a play about homosexuality. It's <laughs> fucking the strawberries. Fucking strawberries. Um, but no, it's a very beautifully told story Let's make some about jam. love. <laughs> there is no. <laughs> There is no political agenda or leaning. If you are right wing, if you are left wing, you will look at this story and all you're going to see is just a love between two people. It doesn't matter. I doubt it. If you if you're very right wing, you're probably not going to. There's definitely going to be people out there who have an issue, but that's that's they're not worth our time. So I yeah, I don't want to be like see the good in people, but I will give people a chance to kind of change their mind. 
it was a spot of luck that for Bill, for the first person he meets in the apocalypse, just so to be a gay gay. man. Yes, we don't know that he's the first. Well, we don't know if he was the apocalypse. That's true. That's true. The way that Bill Bill reacted, the way that Bill reacted, it's not that wasn't his first rodeo. He had a fucking shotgun. Mm, yeah, but he's a prepper. He's also anyway, the type of guy that would have had a shotgun anyway. He'd, he'd have yeah, had that shotgun definitely. regardless. Um, Either way, it was very, very good. Yeah. And also, um, very sad news. Uh, the original actor who played Tess, Anna Wershing, died this week. Um, very sad, but wonderful yeah, actress. Very cool. She was in 24 as well. Um, and I think she was in some episodes of Star Trek. Yeah, she was. Um, she was a really cool woman. Uh, very sad. But really her legacy has lived on in The Last of Us, which is the best game of all time. So, uh, anyway, that's She'll me. She'll be done. happy to hear that. She's not really dead. Oh, Ronan. She's in the video game. She's in the video game She's world. She's in the video game. It's true, baby. If I, if I was survived by a video game, I'd be happy. I'd want, I want my consciousness in a video game. Put me in really? a video game. I just want to sleep I've always said, I have always said, if we are in a Matrix... And it's shit out there. Don't wake me up. Just leave me in the Matrix. Fair play. Ignorance I, I, is bliss. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Eat a steak. I, I don't... If I'm not... If we wake up and I'm not the chosen one, put me back in. I'm not doing one of those stupid fucking cavern orgies. That looks really <laughs> yeah, annoying. Yeah, exactly. I bet I'm that good. stinks. Oh, so <laughs> I bet that cavern <laughs> stinks. As someone who's been <laughs> in off, several... Pits. Several it's orgies, <laughs> several gay I'm orgies. Not having my face slapped up against some dirty orgy, wet chest. They call it strawberries. You can mash in there, bad boy. <laughs> Let's make some man and strawberry jam. Mm, I'm gonna put. How long have you been waiting love. to say that, guys? Oh, since he said, "Let's make jam." Gaz, 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 Gaz. Yes, Liv. What have you been watching? Um. I've not really watched anything. I played The Last of Us. Yeah, you did. In All its, of it. In its entirety. You're welcome. All of it. The first one, yeah. yeah. How long is it? About 18 or so hours. hours. Why are you always telling me you've got no time for anything? And then suddenly you just <laughs> managed to slot in a game like that. Because I... Without even thinking about stuff. it. It's not even that. No, I'm talking about anything. Like, we're like, oh, should we all go out? Should we do this? He's like, oh, good old time. Oh, Gaz, yeah, what have you done this week? Have you watched this new show? No. He's made time I, I ain't got any time. I've, got to, I've just got to level no, 80 and Warcraft. the fact is, Liv, he can make time at all possible times. He just refuses to do for some things. Prioritise some things over other things. Yeah, right? you do. You can do that, Gaz. I'll allow it. No, Thanks, no, 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 Liv. No, 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 no. He hasn't even watched The Office... Yeah. Oh, okay, then I'm not allowed to watch the fucking telling office. telling him to do it for about <laughs> eight months, years. but you give him this game and he does it in 18 hours, he just finds 18 hours out of his arse. It, Absolutely it not, Gaz. Three sessions I played he, that. Um, he also asked fucking... me for the game, so I didn't even like force, I didn't even sit him down and force him to play it. He did it of his own volition. Flood Gaz's chamber. He's also no. watched um, Sons of Anarchy four times since. Yeah, during, during and this And he's week. playing The Last of Us <laughs> DLC. That's going to be fucking horrible. Um, when we see that in the TV show, I'm going to cry. Yeah, um, yeah that's going to be sad. I oh. really hope, just a little, another little Last of Us quick tidbit, there is some deleted um, concept. There's a deleted scene, I think, in The Last of Us that there is concept art of, and in part in the part one remake remaster, they put in a character model for the little scene, and it's Joel and Ellie laughing at, by a campfire. They're laughing at the campfire. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid campfire. Funny, funny <laughs> fire. Yeah. Idiot. Uh, you idiot fire. Humanity is reverted no back more. to seeing fire. Um, Jerk ass Bob Fire loser. There's a loser. deleted scene where they basically bond over a campfire, and I really, really, really hope that they make time for that in the TV show because I'm I would have sure killed will. for that to be in the first game. What I'm happens sure in the will. DLC that's so sad? Gaz hasn't it's finished about, it yet, it, so I'm not saying it, anything. But it's it's about a st- like I know the main beat because they discussed it already in in the video game. It's but it's basically it's Ellie. It's how Ellie got infected. Well, how yeah. Ellie you know got what? bit. Do you know what really what? has put me off the Last of Us the whole time? When how anyone describes any point of it, they're always like telling me how sad every single bit of it is. Okay, but the the most but recent is, episode, I sad. think they are changing that <laughs> because the most recent episode of the TV show. Yeah. Was actually quite happy. It's all right. It's not for me. It made my housemate go, "Oh, I, I, I want to watch this," and I was like, "Really?" It made, now, me, honest, it, it made me quite I, emotional that he was like, "I, I will is, watch this thing that is important to you," and I was like, it, "You're not watching it for that reason, but okay, that's fine." It might not be for you, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm just. You're wrong, but it's fine. Thing. That's like, fair enough. We lived it. Please make end of the world things funny from now on, because that's all I want. I want people laughing at this shit. <laughs> ah, stupid bonfire. <laughs> stupid zombies <laughs> eating my brains. Stupid. <laughs> so yeah, I played that. It's good. Good shit. Um, watched and then watched you. The Last of Us. That's it. Uh, that is I all I've done. But- is it all you've done though? It is. Well, something else that I watched. Uh-huh. Matt, you've um, not talked about Dragon Ball Z. Oh, it's all right. I'll save that. I'm. I'm at. Goku's just got blonde hair and blue eyes, and I'm pretty sure Aryan fucking. He's got he's got air, he's got Hitler powers. That's green eyes. Like, I tease green like eyes. Per- like blue blue eyes. I know. I'm trying. I'm I know, trying. Like, they've got two up perfectly for a segue, yeah. and Liv comes fucking, in and fucking, fucking slaps we'll, it we'll away. We'll talk about Dragon Ball Z when I finish. I guess this part of the story. It's gone Excellent. on for a long time. This bit. Doesn't, well, something else. Do you want something else about him for a long something time? Something else that I've watched. <laughs> yeah, something else. Something else that did go on for a long time was a film from 1997 called A Simple Wish, and it's an American children's fantasy it's comedy film directed by Michael Ritchie and stars Martin Short, Mara Wilson, and Kathleen Turner. The film is about a bumbling male fairy godmother named Murray, and he's a prick, and I hate him. I love him. Um, he's great who tries to help Annabelle, who is a prick and a hater, She's great. Uh, I love fulfill her. her wish that her father, a carriage driver, he was all right, I didn't mind him, uh, wins a leading him. role in a Broadway musical. It had a budget of $28 million. Where did that go? Wasn't on the effects budget, that's for sure. salary. Yeah, but it did a whopping $8 million at the box office. Wop wop. I think um, for its time, some of the effects were all right. Yeah. Some of them. There's that a few. The, like, the mouse lady. in a few places is a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a bit ropey. ropey. But yeah. the bit when the lady gets flattened is like, oh, that's. Cool. That was actually that, quite good. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that was quite seven. Pretty good. She's that not bit used 2D. to shit me up as a child because when she bricks up her mouth, I didn't think she did that. I thought she put a cage in her mouth that made it difficult for her to breathe. Oh, that's pretty mm. scary. Yeah. Ooh, so I was like, oh, she. So when it like cuts to her and she's like, I was like, oh my god, she can't breathe, and she's got this weird cage in her mouth. I thought that she had like a a bowl of a mm. ball of metal like cage in her mouth, and it scared me. I was really right, scared. Live, come on, it's weird. Why are we you watching got, this? You got a fun fact? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've, I have. Thank yeah, you. Fun fact. Come on. 
Uh, fun fact: It was the last film from director Michael Ritchie before yeah. his death in two thousand one. Yeah. That's oh. what a swan song. <laughs> well, considering a, he did Fletch, what a way to go out! Um, director of Fletch makes terrible Martin Short comedy. <laughs> so IMDb user uh, G Farashiva says, "Not safe for children." Why? I included the entire thing this time. Okay, so okay. She said okay. it is not safe for children. So a creepy guy appears in a little girl's bedroom while she sleeps, and she's not even scared when she sees him. Don't yeah, show this person that is Santa Claus weird, movies. What does that tell our children? Uh, Definitely don't totally let your children that... watch this and teach them to trust strange people they don't know. It As was a child weird. who watched this, I was still like, oh, if a strange man turns up in my room... I'm I not going scared. to automatically assume that it's Martin Short being my fairy godmother. It was Martin. weird, though, that she didn't go it like, It is a Ugh. bit weird. Oh, yeah, definitely. She's just like, hi, friend. Especially because <laughs> he didn't that... look like no. anything special. He didn't look magical or... He looks like Ronald McDonald without his He literally just looked like a dude who was there. Yeah. And, like, a brother a brother makes a, a joke about him being a homeless dude. Like, you yeah, he's like, he's a bum. Like, what did they give it out of ten? Because it's ah. not safe for kids. Yeah, Ronan's nailed it. Right on the head. Everyone else, guys. Great guest, though. Let's go. It's four out of ten. Oh, I I like the way he hated this movie. Wait, Liv's guest came after you confirmed what what it was, <laughs> which is just insane because <laughs> she still got it wrong. <laughs> I wasn't gonna pretend like I was listening. Okay, <laughs> so Liv. Yes, babe. why? Why? <laughs> thanks, babes. Why did you subject us to this? It was a. It was one of those movies that I used to watch at my nana's on video when I waited for my mum to come pick me up. Just from one hers. of those movies. And I, <laughs> yeah, it's like your. It's like all your, you know, black and white TV movie shows from when you were kids. <laughs> um, Watching the old snooker. Can you see yeah. the domino effect of your nana's VHS tape? Slowly mm. knocking its way all the way up to this year and making us watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can I can show you the pipeline. So my nana gets this video for me mm-hmm. uh, because it's a Mara Wilson movie. On the back and of she's Matilda. Like, Mara Wilson she's joint. like, okay, this will be fine for my <laughs> granddaughter. What did I call her Mara? What did I call her? I don't call her a Mara, Mara Wilson. No, you got it right, Mara Wilson. Okay, you got good. it right, but yeah. Ronan said a Mara Wilson joint, like a Spike Lee thing. It was <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Like <laughs> Mara yeah, Wilson um, joint. Yeah, um, so she was like, yeah, this will be fine for Liv. Puts it on for me. I watch She has it. no taste anyway. She'll just swallow it. I love it. And I'm like, oh, yay, that's going in my video collection. Along has it got subtitles? <laughs> no, he had to buy them separately with subtitles. Nan had to write them on the TV. Yeah, she had like little little flashcards. <laughs> she used yeah. to pull away. She used to sit next to the telly like a like an interpreter. Mm. No, um, and then, uh, twenty nine, uh, seventeen years later, um, I'm you on a movie all our podcast, evenings. and I'm like, <laughs> I remember this movie from when I was little. I wonder you if really it holds up. There was one redeeming factor about this film. The song at the end's a fucking banger. I can't even remember I agree it. With that. It's I can't a even far, it. far better thing than I do. Oh, it's not even now. a full song, though, is it? It's like no, no it's, it's a, a fucking travesty that it's not because I so would it doesn't count. The shit out of it. <laughs> it doesn't count. It's just a bit of a song. That's like any song that is less than a minute doesn't count. Well, it doesn't count as a full song because it's not. Don't you dare. Um. 
all it's, of the song. The, the feeling of this movie is like... Um, oh, it had a it feeling, did it? It should be more magical. It's like, no, it, it, it feels like a, a film of that era. Like It feels like Jingle All The Way and, and all that stuff. It's not as good as any of those films. But it, it's got the way it's directed and the way it's put together is very indicative of the time it was made. It's just very stagnant. Yeah. Yes, it's such a boring movie. It's just nothing it's, happens. It's, nothing ha- like and so many scenes just go on. I, yeah, and I, you like and and they always end with a convenience to move the plot along. Like there'll just be a bunch of weird, silly stuff that isn't very funny, and it feels like the just the editing is just weirdly. Pay, it's every single thing just seems just, it just is slightly too long. Just takes mm. a bit, and then there's like yeah, there's just some contrivance or convenience that just sort of has something happen. That's it's like they forgot to oh shit, we've just been messing around here. We need to quickly move the story along. Quick, so uh, plot. They're gonna just drop the what? They're gonna start playing with the wand, and then they're gonna drop it, and then the boy's gonna get it, and then the the evil witch is gonna come, and then she's she's gonna be like oh well, you haven't got the wand. You when know, it's just it's just everything random... feels like it's like why did that? Why also did? Because they, they also showed Nebraska, up late to the audition, like, so they would have been there already. Like, it's just that was literally just you saying about they go to Nebraska. That is literally so they could say we're not in Nebraska anymore for that one line, like that sort of reference to the Wizard of Oz. That's literally the only reason. That's yeah. Kansas. It's Kansas, right? though. Right? Kansas. Oh shit! Yeah, it yeah. was just because they thought of the joke that someone could ask for a rabbit from the Wizard of Oz. But just because so, someone thought oh, it would be funny if they say instead of rabbit, they think he says rabbi. Rabbi, yeah. That yeah. did actually make me laugh. I'm two points of this movie this made me made laugh. Two points, two points. That because I just thought that is actually quite funny. He asked nice. for a small rabbit and it was a large rabbi. I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. I dig that. And when he kills Kathleen Turner or puts her in the, the I don't the even remember mirror, what happened to her. Yeah, he puts her puts, in the mirror. Puts her in the mirror and the mirror when smashes. She just accidentally shoots herself into the mirror. She, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she yeah. shoots at him. It bounces Misses. out of the mirror. With a gun? No, no with a wand. With a wand. With a, with Imagine a, that. Also, uh, the design of the wands one. is really yo, yo, cool. Motherfucker. I like the I is like it? the jingling. I like the jingling of them all in the chest. It it, the, it scratched my brain when I was little. You know when you said it was um retractable? Yeah. It's not though, is it? You can sort of press it in, but it doesn't yeah. ever like. It's a little bit retractable. It's like one of those toy knives. Yeah, yeah. but it, does, it doesn't uh, come out like a lightsaber or anything. It's not a handle that just like just there's a wand. Matt would have it's been like, like, "This would be ten times better if it was a lightsaber." Wand. Oh, hundred percent. Well, that's that's, <laughs> that's true of every movie. Yeah, most, ever most, most most <laughs> like, films like, could be improved with a lightsaber. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, imagine if no, that episode no, of Last of Us had a lightsaber in it. Yeah. <gasps> um, Suddenly, I'm sure people have modded that so that the pipe <laughs> can be a lightsaber. Good. Oh man, do you know do you know what other films came out in 1997? Oh man, that that you're, that you're Park. That you, no, yeah, that, that was, was That was 93. You had so many options. This is what I was listening last night. I was like, I was... Space Jam's out. Okay, Jurassic Park's out. So Men when in Black this movie came out, came out, in out I wasn't born, so I never had any kind of control over what movies I watched. What I, mean I was like is... seven, and I was like, oh, no, 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 you're missing the point, You're missing the point. You're just talking now. You're missing the point. What I mean is, there were so many options, but she picked this. Yeah, that's actually, think my, about it. That's even weirder. Because you were, you're so much younger than that. Like I can see why I might get stuck with a simple wish as a VHS tape. Yes. Because that's like around the time when it was just, yeah. I don't know, People someone could go to a video shop and that's just, I don't know, we'll get this. And that's, that's what you would have got. Yeah. yeah. But you getting it, 
about 10 years later, this film, this, this like average to bad. There's so many options. Kids film from 97. There is so many options. It's like, that is, it's so, it's, it's a weird. nice choice. I, I, I feel compelled to defend my Nana in that <laughs> she, she, she wasn't ever film savvy. Oh, you're talking she about your Nana? Barry Manilow. My Nan put fucking Fritz the Cat on for me and left the Ooh, room. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Got it from a charity shop or something. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Other films from 1997, you've got Hercules, George uh, oh, of the yeah, Jungle. Oh, yeah, oh, I fucking love that. Brendan Fraser, amazing. Daylight um, is the most romantic song, and it's on my romance playlist. On fucking Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. Titanic at age five, am I? Romance. Yeah, you're not, getting, you're not putting Titanic on for a kid, though. ER, I Lim, watched it watch when I was a kid. I watched it when it came not long after yeah. it came out. I must have been like yeah, eight me or too. nine. Yeah, I'd have been about the same age. We watched it in Exactly the same, Ronan. Exactly the same. Chasing Amy, Con You're Air. not going to give that to a kid? Oh. I'm not going to watch Con Air. Yes, you've missed, I watched you've Con missed Air. the point now. I watched what Con I Air. What I meant was there's so many kids' films. What, how did this happen in 2005 or something? Liar, liar. Oh, here we go. Right, guys, Fucking just reading an IMDb list. Guys, search kids' movies. You Austin get it. Powers. There was a lot of movies. No, definitely wouldn't let me watch Austin Powers. Oh, man, you need better parents. I have one. All right, you need better parent. My mum did her best. Leave her alone. <laughs> I'm only joking. Your mum's a good lad. Yeah, she fucking um, is. Shout out, Alison. You're never going to listen to this, thank God. <laughs> uh, Home Alone 3. I saw that in the cinema. It was shit. Uh, I've seen that film a lot. Is that lot. the one with Kristen Stewart? I've never seen that one. No. I've seen Home Alone it's 3, the, weirdly enough, a lot, and I don't know why. That's the really little kid one, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a, yes. a, a car that's got like a special missile or satellite chip hidden inside it. What? Yeah, like yes. at the beginning it's like a weapons factory and they, they stash like some high functioning chip in uh, a, a, like an RC car and then it gets misplaced or lost and then ends up going to this kid for Christmas as a present and then they've got to try and break into the house to steal it back. Do you know what completely slips everyone in the on the planet's mind? There was a what? recent Home Alone movie. Yeah, yeah, the remake. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watched yeah, the one watched. The one oh. at Christmas. Matt watched yeah. it. I'm pretty sure it did anyway. Yeah, it's with one with uh, the, somebody from the, the Irish office. comedian. What's her name? I always forget her name. Uh, Aisling yeah. B. That's the one. Yeah, Aisling. Yeah. Ash- Aisling B. Yeah. Um, this this film, long, wasn't it? It was. What the fuck? What? There's five other Home Alone yeah. movies before the remake. Yeah, man, come on. Keep I've up. only seen one and two, and the most recent one, weirdly enough. Home Alone. I only knew, I only knew about the four, which is like the new one, one, two, and three. Like They're the only ones that I knew. There's of. Home Alone 4 and Home Alone The Holiday Heist. The Holiday Heist. They got pretty straight to video. Yes. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot I'm just going to see if the kids from them have killed themselves because that's what I do when I look at any movie that flopped from that era. So wow. did did Martin Short's character pass the uh, test? The test. Uh, it is left ambiguous. Because and I'm pretty I, sure he didn't. I honestly, I think the biggest antagonist of this film is the is governing body. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, he should. He was not qualified. Uh, he shouldn't have been there at all. Um. 
and he was put into he was he went straight from the test into the yeah. field with no assistance or chaperone or uh, no sort of trainee or apprenticeship scheme. Uh, and uh, frankly, <laughs> it's it like irresponsible. Three months later? Yeah, much but he like, said it was his first one. Yeah, yeah, much, yeah, much like Mr. Bean, this is about the failing of systems. And also, we never he never explained how he got that wand. He didn't pass his test. I'm almost he certain. He stole the wand? No, because yeah. he went... Because it, was, to the it base. was Kathleen Turner's wand, wasn't it? He wants to go straight to the I base, though, doesn't oh, he? if I couldn't pay attention to it, like, it was so shit. And they all greet him warmly. They were all like, hey, it's, what's your, it's Martin Short, whatever his name what's is. What's your face? Is Murray. that the old woman, or Murray. Murray, Um The and the thing that he always says when he's doing magic, sh 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 boom. Oh fuck off! Sh 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 boom. Martin Short's an amazing guy. This is this is this is beneath everyone in this movie. Kathleen, what's her name? Kathleen Turner. She. We missed an opportunity for her to play an evil witch in something because she could have been fucking. She was amazing. good. She was. Yeah. She was the redeeming the feature of this. Good, movie. and they're doing oh, well. Yeah. It's just the material they're working with is just, just so paper yeah, thin, so nothingness, and the, and they, yeah. and like, I really think the editing just lacks all forms of pace and rhythm. It just everything's just like just plodding and too long, and it's just shit. I didn't know this film existed. I feel like I've seen the cover of it. I did. Never seen it. Like, thanks, I guess. (laughs) You're welcome. I can assume that this is going firmly into the bottom of the trench. I don't really even have any kind of sentimental attachment to it. I watched it and I just kind of... Yeah. The only thing I felt any remote connection to was the singing at the end. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's it. Now it's all done. Yeah, it was so, so you, bad. The nostalgia wasn't even enough for you. No, didn't didn't save it for me. I was just kind of like, I'd save the song, and that's it. Can I save the song? It isn't no. the song. The the twenty seconds of the man singing. <laughs> it's part. It's part of a song. Can yeah. I save the part of a song? No. No. Please. No. No. It's important. I like it. No. Do you want to know whose turn it is next time, guys? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, go on. So, guys, it's your boy. It's me. Oh, fucking oh, gas okay. picks! When you right after it's a lift pick. Oh. And hey, I wanted. Hey, at least I know the movies that I I met that I bring. He doesn't oh, know. Man. He just sees the thumbnail on Amazon Prime and goes, "That's good." Oh man, I had such a banger this week. It was going to be so awful, and we were going to have to pay, so let's face it. Well, that's lucky, because the thing that I want to pick is free. And I want to oh, wash okay, that's the never good. bad... I want to wash the bad taste of this fucking movie out of my mouth with a really fucking Gaz, good movie. Stop with the anticipation. This movie that Liv picked, A Simple Wish, was better than Mike Bassett, England Manager. Oh, it really infinitely. wasn't. But carry really on. Really was. It, it really wasn't. Carry on. It really was. And the film that I want to do Mike Bassett is to. Rocky. Oh, oh, I've I never don't watched watch Rocky. Rocky, mate. <sighs> I've never Rocky. watched Rocky. It's the best. I hear it's good. I just don't like Sylvester Stallone. Rocky Bird Burber. Oh, I love Rocky. Me too. 
Where is and it? And I want to watch one of my favourite films. This is so why I'm, I'm on this podcast, to watch movies that I should have watched by now, but haven't. There you go. I'm Rocky. looking for a Malaysian version of Rocky. <laughs> Just like the Malaysian version of Batman Just and Robin. watch the film, for God's sake. I'm so, I don't want to. Oh. <laughs> I've put off watching this film my entire life. I'm not interested well, in it. Wait, have you in, not watched any it? Way, shape. No, I don't like films like this. Oh. But this is going to be talking like... I bet it's dead long. It's two hours. Oh, that is not that long. long. That's too long. It's like he's used to his 60 minutes of... Uh, Rocky... Uh, yeah. It needs to be a demon running the shop for no reason and there's no story. A simple wish was shorter than Yeah, Rocky. it was. Yeah, a lot shorter and it's like and a this, tenth... This film has a uh, mentally uh, handicapped man rape a woman. Oh, what? He doesn't quite rape her. Mm. Anytime it's you have ni- to say he doesn't quite rape her, well, it's, it's questionable. It's questionable. Yeah, he, it's he questionably kind of gets her to go on a date with him. It's questionable. It okay. is questionable. Maybe a bit heavy-handed on his part. Is it but pursuing? Ignore that bit. Than... Ignore that bit. You'll see, Liv. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. It is questionable. Very oh, questionable. Okay. One interesting but, thing: it's got Lloyd Kaufman in this film. Yep. Plays a drunk. Way. Of Troma Films yeah, fame. Troma Films fame. Is that poorly? No, he's very well, thank you. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> that was good, you can't deny. <laughs> very good. Very good. No, he's, 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 he's a filmmaker who uh, runs he, Troma Films. Yeah, and, and they make awful him. movies in the best. Uh, I, know the, I know the yes. Troma <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware, enthusiastically I'm aware of make awful movies. That are gold, really... solid gold, solid gold. They're maybe. my full moon pictures. I love yeah, them. they're also great. I, big fan. Um. So yeah, we're gonna watch Rocky, and we're gonna see the rise of professional boxer <sighs> Rocky Balboa. <sighs> and it's brilliant. <sighs> Couldn't give a shit, mate. <sighs> Uh, Sylvester Stallone got an Oscar for this, didn't he? Uh, I think it got an Oscar for best editing mm. and script. possibly screenplay. Script, yeah, yeah but he wrote yeah. it, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, okay. yeah, he did. He did. Um, thank you very much for listening, and I'm going to enjoy Matt's face while he watches. Uh, you Rocky. won't see me watch it, you prick. No, but I can picture it. Oh no. I, I wouldn't mind. Right, if I'd have given you a really bad movie and you reacted like this, then that's fine. But I've given you an absolute solid he, gold yeah, movie. Yeah, he has given that, us like though, a... Gaz, I don't... Man, I don't know if you've realised, but you can't win. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. That's the point, like, I... Gaz. You can't win. That's the humour of it, Gaz. It truly is The Last of Us. <laughs> Sigh. That's I'm the sixth you... time I've heard that joke today and it's I'm still as unfunny as the gold. first time. Gold. Anyway, followers. No. Whatever. Absolutely not. Subscribe. Uh, um, Stockathulu at outlook.co.uk. Send an email. Have report we Gaz that to the email? police. Find Gaz on all his social media profiles and report him to the police. Um, Why? I don't what know. What have I done now? Just do it. I for, love for Troy various Baker. crimes. I'm so confused. I don't know what I've done. <laughs> Just you. Rocky Balboa. Stop fucking on my strawberries, guys. What are the strawberries? That's an end if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs>